Good evening and welcome, everybody. It is the 30th of November. It is the uh, week 12 fantasy football recap. I'm here with Cod this week. Hi, Cotton. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Jeep's down with a sickness this week. So Cotton has stepped in as co-host of Out of Character and uh, also general manager of Cotton's Fighting Bulls. What's not a great week for you? Yeah, it it, it, it was not. Uh... <laughs> The, the polls did not do well. They, uh, I think they did more or less how, how they were expected to go. Indeed. But apparently, uh, Jupe's brother has found the new religion of fantasy football, and it's just on a, on a tear of destruction. Right. So the problem here is that the rabid goldfish, Jupe's brother, is an expert at the fantasy football. And he's just had a shitty year up until, like, the past few weeks. Like, he, like the first... Like the, like the last eight weeks. He's had, he's had yeah. a small eight-week streak. A small eight-week streak, right. That's it. And he's just been having amazing luck with his picks. And yeah, one of his, just one of his players, Josh Jacobs, uh, running back with the Las Vegas Raiders, was responsible for a third of his points. 48-point game. Like, I was trying to, like, shuffle some stuff around, even it up. I couldn't really quite get to that 50% line. I was in, like, 47, 48, I think was as high as I got. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, fighting. And then it was absolute annihilation uh, in that game, where uh, uh, which I believe was blowout of the week. Yes. It yeah, was yeah, indeed just, just blowout of the week. It's it was, what, <sighs> was it? Uh-huh. Is it 40? 45. 45. Right. So I was projected to get 106 and got 107. That's right. So I'm like looking at my stuff and I'm thinking I'm in this thing. I look over and it's like, oh, I'm getting like what? And I'm looking at his at his stuff. And I'm like, okay, okay, what what the sh-? like the, the the top line didn't look super impressive. Right. You know, yeah, Joe he Burrow. Had Burrow. Burrow did did 20. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Godwin did pretty well. He did 29. Okay. And then like uh, running back, wide receiver, it's like, oh, oh, his running back did forty-eight and was a like, questionable even to play, you know, to be in the game or to be like questionably they usually play, but they're not one hundred percent, obviously. Right. His tight end is garbage. His other running back was literally less than one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his flex spot. And then his kicker gets fifteen, and his defense gets eight. Miami defense gets eighteen points. Miami defense, yeah, they. Uh, you, you don't expect to see. I mean, forty-eight points. That's uh, as far as I know. That's the highest scoring player in the league of fantasy football this week. I mean, not not just like in our league, but in all of them. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, yeah, that 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 was just insane. I mean, that, and, and, and frankly, like, a lot of that surprising running backs can have an insane game. That was a super, super insane game. And then Miami's defense, I don't know a lot about the footballs, but I feel like they're not good. I don't know when Miami became like the thin aqua line and became like the fucking law. But there you go. Miami defense. Miami has apparently, <laughs> like last year, they were absolute shit. Uh, this year, uh, they ended up signing Tyreek Hill, who's the number one wide receiver essentially in the league last year. And he was part of the power team with Patrick Mahomes on the Kansas City Chiefs. So between Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey, the tight end, um, they're responsible basically for sending the Chiefs to the Super Bowl like three years in a row. 
And Tyreek Hill decided this year that he was going to go to Miami. And so he's clicked really, really well uh, with Tua, who's the the quarterback. And they've been just having a great year so far. So it's it's great for them. Also, it's great for me because I have Tua and I have Tyreek Hill on my team. But, yeah. oof, yeah. it. Uh, and I even bad. did well with, like, I had a zero on my team, and I I was checking this Thursday. Like, that's what gets you is like the stuff where it's late. Yeah. Uh, well, who was it? Joe Mixon. Yeah. And so it it doesn't just he wasn't just a zero. It was predicted to be a zero. And I assure you, I did not leave that there. On Thursday, he had a, he had a number that was not a zero when I originally placed him. Or at least I thought it wouldn't have mattered. I didn't have anybody remotely near. Like there, there's no way I'm getting to 45 points. Right, you know? right, and your your replacement running back did not have anything projected either. He was benched, so it looks like uh, Mixon, running back with Cincinnati, has a concussion. So it looks like he got knocked out really early. <sighs> he's still been on yeah. concussion protocol. Well, damn. I I guess. Uh... What happened to him is kind of what happened to me after my early wins, which is it went straight to my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. It's you still did great, like right in no. projection, which is good. <laughs> I had like the lowest, I had the second lowest points of the entire twelve team roster. My team is banged up to hell. I've got like, I've got more questionables than not at this point. I think it's just, it's just going to be one of the mirrors. And again, I don't know the footballs. Such as such as the price we pay. You were but, uh, actually fourth lowest in points. You beat oh, out. Fourth lowest. Yes, you you beat out Wansons with 100 points. You beat out Margaret's Kill Team with 104. You beat out me with 106. Oh, uh, my, I apologize. I have not looked at the football. There feels there feel there felt. I can talk. It felt as though there was sort of like a two tier system. Like there's lots of us hanging around that 110 line, 100 to 110, uh-huh. and then there is. Nobody at 120, and then it it starts around. Well, there's 117, and it feels like it jumps up real quick. It, it does. There's sort oh. of a line. As a matter of fact, you are not blowout of the week. Oh no, you are not. So you had a 45 point <sighs> deficit. The actual blowout of the week was Psychotron's leftovers and Wanson's jalapenos. Psychotron won by 51 points. Oh man, let's look at that. Where did these? Okay, so we know where this, where my blow, where my almost blowout came from. My respectable loss, right? My respectable, mm-hmm. respectable loss. What happened over here? Let's so, see. from the look of it, uh, so Wanson's underperformed by about fifteen points. Psychotron came into this strong. He had a yeah. one thirty-one to one fifteen. Like he had a that sixteen-point spread, and turned it into fifty points. It looks like, like there's no big numbers. Well. They're all big numbers. They're all double digits. Uh, the lowest scoring, he's got two points from Denver defense, but everything else, Folk, his kicker, did 15. Higgins, in his flex spot, wide receiver with Cincinnati, did 24 points over 16. Uh, Schultz, tight end with Dallas, did 19. White and Henry, running backs with Tampa Bay and Tennessee, respectively, did 19 14. Uh, Pittman with uh, Indianapolis did 19. Stefan Diggs did 21. I'm supposed to do 22. So his underperformers barely underperformed, and everybody else massively overperformed. But on Watson's side, uh, we've got 
uh, AJ Brown with the Philadelphia Eagles did 12, supposed to do 15. Sutton did 13, supposed to do 12. Gibson underperformed. He's now questionable. It looks like he has a foot injury. Did eight points, was supposed to do 13. Damian Pierce running back with the Houston Texans did four, supposed to do 12. Juwan. Yeah. Lot. yeah. I, I'm going to be uh, looking at a lot of these teams, and it, it feels like, at least from over here, that there's been so much winnowing from injuries and issues and problems. So we already started with like depleted rosters with twelve for the twelve man team, right? Twelve twelve mm-hmm. people, twelve pe- twelve teams. Psychos looks healthy. He's got like his biggest problem is quarterback. Like you want your quarterback to be in the twenties, right? And right. he's just not that. He's just not one of those guys. But everybody else is just like solid. There's workhorses. There's no little cues, right? Look at the bench. Let's, let's look at this bench here. Yeah, right. he's got like his bench. He, oh, he's got some injuries in his bench. So he he is susceptible in skill positions there at running back and wide receiver because he's right. got some just th- those are dead weights. Yeah, like his so, bench is awful. Right. So he's going to need to drop his Moody and Edmonds, who are both on injured reserve. We are at the tail end of the season. They are not going to play. So yeah. we have three weeks left until the semifinals. Uh, injured reserve means that they are going to be at least four weeks until they are playable. So yeah. if you feel comfortable about your team, okay, yeah, maybe hope they're going to come back. I don't think they are. It looks like Edmonds uh, running back with the Denver Broncos is he has a high ankle sprain. He's probably not going to be playing for the rest of the season. Yeah. If you're listening to this, so let me ask you this. What do you think about him trading away? One of his two quarterbacks, who are both, I believe, mediocre. You can't? Uh-uh. Why can't you trade a quarterback? Because the trade deadline was two weeks ago. There are no more trades, and this was specifically oh. put in by our commissioner, Jupiter Sanders, to prevent assholes from oh. trading yeah. all their good players on a losing team to their friends on the winning team to stack the deck. Okay, so, could they could they be approved? Like, if it was not a horseshit trade, like he's got quarterback, if he wants to make a bet on a non-injury, like and just go thin and get you know skill positions where he has literally nothing, you know maybe even just for a flex, right? If you because you can mix around between your running back, your wide receivers, and your flex, hmm. and quarterbacks don't tend to get injured. Hopefully, <laughs> at this point, hopefully. <laughs> so, but I guess not. I guess that would be a special pleading case. You can't do it, but uh. If he could, maybe he should have done so. But that's... Right. That is that is not allowed. So he he can still drop and add players who are free agents or, or on waivers. That can still happen. But and in terms of trades, we're we're done for the year. I gotcha. So I do have a quick question for the playoffs. Uh let's say let's say you have a team, you you have one of our teams. Like let's say Cotton's fighting balls make the playoffs. But his players do not. Is there like some redo or is it just like, oh, well, we'll get fucked or that feels that feels sketchy. Yeah. So. The. The fantasy football playoffs happen. Um, eight weeks before the end of the actual season. So all of our teams are going to be playing through January, but we end in December. Right. We we're ending right around the first of the year. Super Bowl is in like February, I think. Okay. So 
all the teams are still going. So we hit the playoffs. All the teams are still in the regular season. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That's right. our playoffs because there's no way to. So basically, the play, once the NFL playoffs happen, this is done. This is already concluded. Right. And then we'll have our Super Bowl quote unquote watch party. We will make our predictions about what happens at the Super Bowl. And then we will revisit after that. I got you. I, 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 I have no clue what Tom Brady is doing, but I'm just going to keep betting on him because uh, I don't know. I feel like Satan's been really keeping up his end of the bargain for a good bit. You know, why not? Right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, so fun fact, you are seventh in the league, which means you are currently in the playoffs. There what are is it, still is it top seven. <laughs> it is top eight. <laughs> Top eight teams will go to the playoffs. We are, it's still anybody's game except for mine. I'm guaranteed a spot in the playoffs as of this week. But as long as you're top eight at the end of week 15, then 16, week 16, 17, 18, I think it is, uh, we will be. Seventeen. So yeah, we have. It's currently we're in week thirteen now, so thirteen four we got three weeks, and then the semifinal and the final. Cool. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. So, other do, do we wish to move on to the the non blowouts, the more respectable, the respectable game? <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and do that. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll move we'll move down here. We're gonna look at uh, scrapper scrapper. So Joe. And the punching hamsters, uh, Bams. This, oh man, this was supposed to be a close game. It was supposed to be one nineteen to one fourteen in Bams's favor, and instead it was a twenty-five point blowout. Uh, Bams did succeed over Scrapper Scrappers. Yeah, and there's there's nothing that leaps out at me. His team just performed all around better. It looks more like. Scrapper Scrapper just didn't have the numbers and then slightly underperformed. <sighs> yeah, well, yeah. Right. You, you, you have old, uh, old Patty Mahomes. Mahomes. Sorry, I can, I can never say this guy's name correctly, so just sure. I can't wait for him to retire. What's that, 15 more years? Fuck. Uh, uh, right, yeah, something <laughs> like that. So, right. He so, did not even do that well, but he was solid. Yeah. yeah. So the, the thing about Mahomes is, and it's the same thing with Miami, his he tends the Chiefs to the Super Bowl like all the time. Like he's he's been doing this for. He was actually my first QB pick in a, a fantasy football league. This is before we started the WAN league, and he took he took him to the Super Bowl his second year and his third year, and he gave him. What was it? I know maybe, maybe he did Super Bowl three years in a row and he gave him a ring on the second one. But he's really good at at getting the team to win, but his scores can be absolutely terrible for fantasy football based off of what we, we judge those points on. Oh, oh, is there anything in particular? Because, Pat, you know, quarterbacks, I feel like kind of have a more narrower or they're all specialized. Like, why, why is that? Is he is it is it? Streaky? Is it like he wins by a billion, but you you know a win's a win, and he loses closely when he could have performed better? Or... So you know? I will have to verify with you, but basically, our the scoring system is you get a point for every ten yards of a pass that he throws. So if he throws a 
20-yard pass and it connects, then he's going to get two points off of that. Um, if he throws a touchdown, boom, there's a bonus. If he rushes yards, he gets points for that. But if he just passes the ball to his running back, he doesn't really get points for that. Oh, uh, so, there's also efficiency. Like, yeah. if he throws an 80-yard touchdown, okay, great, that's 80 yards. But if it's like, if he throws for 80 yards, it doesn't change hands, and then it's three and out. I, I guess I'm saying, like, like Peyton Manning, I, I, certain quarterbacks are going to have very high yards that they're responsible for by methodically and carefully moving the ball, and there's field position being traded, as opposed to, like, efficiently. Like, I threw for 28 yards, and it was a touchdown, and then that was the end of, the, that, was the end of that, you know? Or relying on your pass to sort of like keep the defenses in the back, so then mm. you just run the ball over them, and so your your threat is there, but it's not being recorded. Right. That was a thing Calvin Johnson happened to him a lot. Again, I haven't watched football enough time. I'm sorry, but he was double teamed on the Lions all the time, and so his numbers were shit. But it wasn't because he sucked. It was because it, he was he was very much sucking up way too many resources of a defense. It's just they had nothing else. If they had had like like whenever they did, they had like Golden Tate for a minute. I was a slight Lions fan back in the day. It's like yeah, the, the states the, the stats were terrible because he was the focus, but he allowed the team to do other shit. Is that? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm off in left field here. I mean that that is kind of the way things go. Yeah. We did kind of reduce the the scoring potential of quarterbacks this year because. Teams were often very quarterback heavy, and so now the focus has moved to the running backs and the wide receivers, which is why we're seeing amazing numbers from them this year. I see. But okay. yeah, a quarterback is only as good as the rest of his team. A quarterback can carry. Mahomes has done that. Mahomes has brought the the Kansas City Chiefs from like a 30-point deficit going into the half to a blowout win of 20 points during the second half. So uh, there's been games where they've been 42 points down at the half. And he's like, all right, I'm done fucking around. And he just, you know, throws eight touchdowns. And all of a sudden, they're like 70-point game. I got you. I got you. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, any other any other notes on that one? Uh, that one? Not not really. Uh, I mean, scra- Joe had some, some great scores. So he had uh, Garrett Wilson with the New York Jets, which is mm-hmm. a team you never really expect to do well. Anything. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he had him uh, 26 points, about uh, just under a quarter of, of his gross point score. Supposed to do 12. Uh, he's got Jared Goff, QB for the Detroit Lions. And uh, he's been really boom or bust, usually bust. But he did all right this week. Twenty-one points, supposed to do eighteen. Yep. I mean, again, I think I think he's a solid. I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of not choosing quarterbacks first. So people like like golf are kind of like the, your your bread and butter quarterback. You know why he's great? He lets you pick somebody else who's better, like a running back that you actually want. Or right. Something. Well, that's that's why I try. Usually, I would try to go for quarterbacks first because I'm I'm picking at you know the bottom of the order, and so all of my wide receivers and running backs are shit or picks. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna go and snap that up. But I was right in the middle this year, so I went ahead and went for a wide receiver, and I, see. I didn't get I didn't get Mahomes this year, but I did get Tua, and I got Tyree Kill and Devonte Adams, which are my my holy trinity this year. I see. 
Okay. So yeah, this was it was an unfortunate game for Joe. He performed within four points of projection, but punching hamsters is punched above their weight. I <laughs> those vicious hamsters. In, indeed, indeed. Uh, let's see here. We can move to uh, Briscoe's Bruisers versus Cross Sepia Tones. So this is Briscoe, who is Joe's spouse. Very good at the fantasy football. One of our ringers. And Seraph, who is another one of the ringers. Uh, Seraph is extra. He goes in 110%, whatever he does. And he was supposed to win this one 125 to 115. He did not. Oh. <laughs> poor, poor boy. This, this actually went in the other direction. What's really interesting is that both teams performed within projection of the other team. So Briscoe was supposed to do 115, did 128. Seraph was supposed to be 125, did 117. So and, they did the old switcheroo. Yeah. That is, and that was going to be a close game, and these projections are, again, not hyper-accurate, as the, as we have learned repeatedly, right. to our chagrin. Uh, that, was, that was just, that, that, that's the ones that really, I think, make or break you through your season, is winnable games. Like, there are certain games you're just not going to win. And there are certain games like this, where it really could have gone either way. It was just really Briscoe's week. Absolutely. Six and six. Both and both teams arguably needed to win. Um, yeah, that that's yeah. the that's the win that especially Briscoe, frankly. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, looking through here. What's impressive Nothing. is that the points that Briscoe left on the bench. Uh, Briscoe did not play Justin Jefferson with the Minnesota Vikings, who caught a thirty point, well, twenty nine point game. Supposed to do 21 points, so Powerhouse just left on the bench in favor of uh, Adam Thielen, which, good choice, 21 points. Uh, Mike Evans with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers only did five. That one's worth replacing. Or uh, Trevor McLaurin in the flex spot, who's with the Washington football team. I actually don't understand. That's a weird pick because uh, Jefferson... Minnesota was predicted to have a crazy high number. Like, I don't normally see wide receivers who have a 21-point projection. You know, one big game can blow them up. They're very streaky, at least in my experience. But that was the highest projected point for their entire team, except the quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and riding the bench. Could have been a starter. Uh, could have been, should have been. It. But I think this is in... You know, in hindsight, because if you if you watch the Yahoo projections in terms of like what their uh, analysts and their columnists are saying, they didn't expect him to do anything this week. And oh, they changed the projections. That's not how projection works. (laughs) No, I mean, like Yahoo's got Yahoo's algorithm has its own projection. Like if they projected him to run 21 points. okay. the actual analysts who, who kind of study the subtext. Uh, behind these this stuff saw that he didn't do very well last week and he hadn't been doing great but it was still good enough to to kind of keep these high numbers but they didn't none of the analysts thought that he was going to perform this week and they were all wrong which yahoo can be wrong so can the analysts and that's what happened in this case you guys have like super secret analysts i just use the yahoo stuff i'm like number is a bigger number so i put this player in right and this- that is <laughs> That is something that, as as I, I I do this fantasy football thing more and more, 
I can't keep doing that because if I look at it and I say, okay, well, I have somebody who's supposed to do 15 points, but they're playing against a defense that has not allowed anybody to catch a pass or maybe one pass in 10, then maybe I'm going to go with my my wide receiver who's only going to do eight points, but he's going up against the shittiest team in the league and the quarterback's been feeling his oats in terms of his throwing arm. Like it'll look little look worse on the point projection, but my chance of having him overperform is way, way higher. Man, that is the type the type of intangibles that are needed to be fantasy football champion. Right. I still don't fucking know how I'm in first in the league this year. I really <laughs> while, don't. While we were over here, you know, playing D&D and having fun, you were studying the Fantasy Blade. Apparently <laughs> I was. Uh, fuck it, let's talk about it. So I was I was supposed to win this 130 to 124, and I was playing against Sakara. Now Sakara, love him to death. He's had the worst luck with fantasy football every single year. He does the research, he makes the players, like he does the good picks, he does the trades, and every week, like this perfect team does absolute shit. And yep. so <laughs> like the the way to win this one, it wasn't may the best team win. It was May the best team not suck as much as the other team. That is a... This is the craziest game. I see why you said finally. This is just... You're number one. They're number 11. Uh-huh. Out of 12. So yeah. already, not great. Weird. We're, 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 this is not looking good for the old Markets Kill Team, the old Zarkara there. But, but your projections are like right neck and neck. He's at 124, 89 or at 130. I mean, that's, that's just nothing. And then you perform way below expectations. And so does he, yep. and there's not anything that's hyper glaring, except that your kicker got literally zero. It wasn't because they didn't play. It was just, I don't, that's weird. I guess they didn't do the thing. Um, uh, in fact, they, they, he only got to kick the ball once. Uh, the saints got absolutely obliterated at San Francisco. Oh, and no I field goals or nothing. Oh nothing. God, it was and... that was that was a zero to thirteen loss. I am and... look. Oh God, Aaron Rodgers yeah. is apparently uh, garbage. Just absolutely the hottest of garbages. Uh, his wide receiver, Terabad, tight end, massively underperformed. I get that's just, and then he you barely edge him out. God, that's that's like the most gut checkiest. Like at this point, it doesn't really matter, but it's just that I don't oh, no. feel like it you was, feel great about that game. I, I don't. It was the literal worst because, like, I had my 106 going into Monday. Monday was the last game, and he had uh, he had Jonathan Taylor uh, with the Indianapolis Colts, his running back. It was the last team he had to play. And I needed him to score under 20 points, and he was supposed to do 17. And coming into Monday night, he'd uh, given up like an eighth of a point, so I was feeling pretty good. And then like half half time, he was at like four points. I'm like, yeah, this is doing great. And then he starts taking off in the second half. I'm like, I just I got to put the phone away. And then the next morning, I come back and look, and he 
he'd done 18.8 and I squeeze out two points. It was two, two and a half point victory over, over Zakara. And it was, it was unpleasant. Yeah. Oh man. Just, you know, if this is a game where, Oh yeah. The numbers don't tell the story. The the simple byline, the simple stat line of 106 to 104 does not tell what's going on. Yeah. It it really doesn't. So it's it's unfortunate like great for me because it did solidify my spot in the playoffs. I'm absolutely going now. It's locked in. I can lose the next three games and it won't matter. Must be nice. Uh it's fantastic. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I think I am right on the bubble. Uh, well, uh we have some more you, for this yes. past week to go over for. I, I don't I thought like that was a segue into like and let's talk about the upcoming week. But no, we have more games. Uh, we have one more game. We have okay. Mercy Snowflakes versus uh, Leal's Red Shirt Stormtroopers. Now, uh, Jupe was coming into this pretty happy because the fight for 8th, 9th, and 10th is so close. Like, it's it's entirely dependent on on record. If the record matches, then Jupe goes into 7th and 8th because she's got the points. But if anyone... if if the only way she wasn't going to get it is if the, like somebody else got a blowout victory, but that wasn't going to happen. So all Jupe needed to do was win her game, and she did. Um, she was supposed to win one thirty-three to one fifteen. She did win one thirty-seven to one thirty. So Leal had a great game. It just wasn't quite good enough. Yeah, that's just yeah, and that's where we're on the season. You know, it's just late in the season. The best team pulled it out. They did what they were supposed to do. Um, I'm looking around at the numbers. They're actually kind of, yeah, Jupe's team was all over the place, frankly. Like, nothing lines yeah. up. This, is, this isn't like Psycho's game where, like, all of my players did their job and we get to get, and we, and we get to go home today. Like, her quarterback's kind of shit. Her wide receiver, like, exploded. The other wide yeah. receiver imploded. Uh, uh, yeah, like, like so her, her wide receivers were projected to get 16 and 10. They got just shy of 28 and 1.3. Yeah. So. And she's got three running backs. Her running backs were uh, Eckler did 25, Connor did 21, and Stevenson did 20. And then she's got Sanders running back with Philly on the bench who did 31. So it's yeah. like, holy shit, you know? He has a hot. That's, that's a low. Oh, wow. So she got nine, 137 points. And left ninety six on the bench, of which sure twenty five is is her backup QB, but the other what seventy is it? Right. So Sanders was thirty one. Um, so she would have gotten ten points off of that if she replaced her. If she replaced Stevenson, she would have gotten another eleven points. So that would have put her at one forty eight. Uh, if she put in Lamar Jackson over Dak Prescott, then that would have been another seven points. So you're talking 155. Yeah, she's a, uh, she, has, she has a healthy team. So her team is healthy, diverse, kicking all the ass, putting up points everywhere. Uh, and she's in eighth place. Oh, yeah. God. Let me just say that I hope uh, the best of luck to uh, whoever she plays. Uh, <laughs> ah, I, can't, I can't say shit. We say that about ah, you every week. What? <laughs> we do we do the same thing about you every single week, but 
so Jupes has this year has the problem that Sakara has every year. Like last year and the year before, Sakara had this this team. He would play the best game of his life. You're talking 150, 160 point games. They're amazing. And the person he would play would be doing 200 point games every time. Like he would have like he broke a thousand before anybody else. But he lost every game because that team would have the singular best game of their career. That would be the first year. The first year I had, I was like six and six with number one or number two points for the first two thirds or three quarters of the year. Yeah. And I was salty as fuck. Yeah. It's, it's fucking terrible. And here I am. I barely break a hundred points on most days. And I've got the record that, just doesn't quit. I don't fucking get it. I do not get it. Uh, but yeah, so if if I'm looking at this, so um, I am first with a 10 and 2. Bamps is second with a 9 and 3. Rabbit Goldfish has 8 and 4. Seraph has 7 and 5. And then we've got you, Psychotron, and Briscoe at 6 and 6. Uh, that's 5th, uh, 6th, and 7th. And then Snowflakes at 8 with a 5-7. And then it goes on points, because Watson's got a 5-7. And then it's Margaret's Kill Team and Watson uh, and Richard Stormtroopers with a 4-8. And then Poor Scrapper Scrappers with a 2-10. Yep. So, you have uh, 1483 points that your team has scored. Which you're right. I mean, like you, you are, you have scored less points than Leal, and he's yeah. four and eight. And you're ten and two. Yeah, that is efficient. We need to find like the efficiency ratio of like points for compared to points against compared to uh, a record. Uh huh. It's it's absolutely insane how how my record has has gone along every week. I'll have to see if I can log on the actual website on my PC and look at it later. I'm just eyeballing it. It looks like, honestly, Juice Brother, the Rapid Gold, the Rapid Goldfish, are are terrifying because again, they were like the the joke of the league for the first four or five weeks. It was just, yeah. LOL, get wrecked, you lose, yeah. you're, you're trash, and now they're putting up 150s. They are the number one point leader at 1500 something, and no one has four. No, there is a 1483. You have 1483. There's a few 15s. Yeah. Uh, Cross Sepia Tones at seven and five. Fucking Seraph is at fifteen seventy points. He's number one with a seven and five. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's that's a lot of points in a healthy team. They are on an absolute tear. I am. Th- those are the teams to look out for, frankly. There and and uh, to be honest, that's going to be the the game to watch this week because Rabbit Goldfish is actually playing Mary Sue Snowflakes. We've got Bowl too. <laughs> and uh, and. It feels like, since Rabbit Goldfish is number three and ahead of me, and Jupiter Snowflakes are at number eight, what would, what would be great? You know what would be great? Her get annihilated. Get fucking right. Get, get sent back home to his house so Cotton can make the playoffs. Come on. Come on, co-host. Help her. <laughs> Goldfish. Yeah, because uh... Nobody? <laughs> If she wins her game and you lose your game, you're knocked down to eight. And then you gotta fight with everybody else. That'll be interesting. Yeah, you know what's interesting? Goldfish, 150 points. Come on, put, put up that buck fiddy. 
<laughs> Come on, buddy. <laughs> who, who am I playing? Uh, uh Watson. That's gonna be a tough game again. Oh man. Oh, let's uh, take a look at that. Uh, have you set your team yet? Uh, not super. I, mean, I, I think I changed something. I have one, two, three. I have four questionables because my team is just beat to shit. Yeah, um, you don't you don't have a lot to draw from here. What have you got? Debo Samuel's got a quad injury. However, he did practice today, which means he will likely play. Uh, Najee Harris has oblique injury. He did not play. So you're going to have to keep a close eye on him. He may not play this weekend. Oh, God. Joe Mixon's yeah. still on concussion protocol, but I think he did play. If he practiced today, then he'll play this weekend. So you're safe there. Michael Carter, ankle injury, did not practice. So you've got two who are you're going to want to watch close because they may not play this weekend. And how much time you got? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, all your games are on Sunday. So yeah, about 10 a.m. Start looking pretty close. See what's going on there. Um, and then on Watson's side, they got Antonio Gibson with a foot injury, but they did play limited, so they'll be going slow. Everybody else is healthy. Going to have to watch out for CD Lamb in their flex spot. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, the QB for Jacksonville, has been on a tear lately. Got the Green Bay defense, though, but they're up against the Bears. Yeah, it's going to be hard for you. It's going to be tough. Yep, I'm... Uh... Yeah, that's gonna be a good. Uh, this, this this is a big game. I feel like if I if I win this game, I go up, they go down. If Jupiter can just manage to fuck it up and go, and then I, I, I think I'll be as primed as I can be to make the old okay. playoffs. And that's that respectable top eight. Don't worry right. in that first round of elimination. Yeah, the the next three weeks are gonna be just the. They're gonna be a street fight. From like four through eight, that's going to be amazing to watch from my ivory tower. Well, I just made a change that put me at one sixteen point four three compared to one sixteen point six one. I saw that you uh, you added the Washington football team defense and you dropped that's Arizona. It. Be interesting to see how that plays out for you. It really will be. Yep, that, that those small changes. That was, yep. <laughs> I'm those just not things. good at the footballs. It's, oh god! I've been muddling through it, and I've been starting to pay kind of attention. I uh, oh, you've muddled through, have you? I, I know with my <laughs> penalty record. It's so this is going to be uh, an interesting game. So I am fighting, or I'm playing, not fighting. Uh, I'm playing Joe, so Scrapper Scrappers, who is ranked 12th. So it's first versus 12th. Uh, it will not be a cakewalk. Uh, currently, the projection is 126 to 120 in my favor. Anything goes. We both have our team set. I have a questionable. He does not have any questionables. Uh, so it looks like I'll have to trade him out for another tight end. Well, wow. there we'll we go. Changed my kickers. Now I'm at 117. I'm favored, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, I'm I'm supposed to be here doing podcast stuff, but really, I'm just fucking my fantasy football team. Yeah, that's I, that's what we all do here. I spend I spend most of my recording night looking at my looking at my team going like what yeah. Well, like, anyway, I'm having I'm having goldfish. Got waiver wire. Got it. Woo. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. All right, so he's he's got a significant shot because I'm not gonna have a a tight end worth anything this week. So we'll see. Uh, see who what, else we got? Yeah, I want to look at some of these games and see where the gut checks are. Those people in the bubble, like me, who are right up right up on it, and see who they're playing against. Let's see. Let's see our records here. <sighs> That's not gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah. Seraph and and Czar, that's going to be a, a cl- I, I, that Seraph needs to win it, and he probably will. Mm-hmm. He's not guaranteed that by any means. So funny if he didn't though, if he got if he got upset, just because yeah. it would be funny because he was he was charging up on me, and I I was at a significant risk of losing my spot, and then uh, I beat him, and then. Uh, Bams lost his game, so I went from oh shit, I'm gonna die to where did everybody else go? Uh, but still, I mean, Seraph's one thirty three to one fourteen. He does have Tom Brady in. I think he's, I think he just got pissed at us at keep on telling him to put in somebody else than Brady because <laughs> Brady kept sucking, and now he's got Brady back in. <laughs> I think the big uh, games here are me versus Watson Jalapenos. Uh-huh. We're, we're razor thin. We both need this win. He needs it more than me, but I need it pretty badly, frankly. So that's 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 a game that's going to have big implications for playoffs. Uh, going from Psychotron's there, I would say... Game. Yeah. Psych- yeah, Psychotron and Richard Stormtroopers. So Psychotron is six. He has the same record as you do, but a better point spread, but not by much. Yeah, that's a narrow one right there. And uh, there was one more I thought was... Uh, probably the Punching Hamsters and Briscoe's Bruisers. Yeah. Briscoe is also got a 6-6 record, so... Yeah, there's, there's three is... six and six teams that are that are in razor-thin against opponents that are either on the bubble or could maybe make it. I mean, it's thinner, but yeah, that's there's a lot of tightness this week. We're, we're going to find some stuff out. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. So... Um... We're we're gonna see if uh, Rabbit Goldfish does end up losing his game. It does put Snowflakes into a six-seven record, uh, and over sixteen hundred points will be the one of the bigger scorers. Uh, Cross Sepia Tones actually has all of the points for or a point leader for the season at fifteen seventy. Uh, so if we go into a bunch of seven-six records. He's not in danger of losing his spot. So I would say, yeah, fifth through eighth is is where the knife fight is. Actually, fifth through ninth. Because it's it's anybody's game. It's anybody's game down there. Yeah, I'm hoping next week, well, first of all, to win. But if I could have a second thing to wish for, it would be maximum chaos. I want every upset to happen. Even if it's by like 0.01 point to it, you know, like not, not, I'm not talking like 100 to 150, although sure. But like even the Razor, I want this full upsets, maximum chaos, 
we have to pull out like a slide ruler to figure out the fucking playoff situation. Uh, if, if it weren't for Yahoo just telling us that that's what I want. I want to have fair. Oh, yeah. That's fair. I, I want what happened to the SEC West and e, well, the the SEC this year to happen to our league. <laughs> no, no uh, college footballs. <laughs> I I don't I don't watch the college football. It's been maximum chaos. Maximum chaos. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, it's like like every team will like like some team who's mid tier will like blow up Alabama and then get annihilated by an unranked team, and that's happened like five times. Nothing makes sense. All is chaos. The sky rains red. There we go. That is that is crazy. <laughs> <sighs> this is gonna, yeah this is this is the week, y'all. This is gonna be an interesting one. We're gonna know a lot of shit. It's possible it's still in a push. It, there, there's a possibility that enough people win and or lose to make. If if all the people who are on the bubble, that's me, Briscoe, and Psycho, if all three of us do the same thing, win or lose, the next week is going to be fucking insane. Just yeah. it's just gonna be nuts. I don't I don't think well that'll happen, but it, if it does, we will be at maximum tension. So Yep. So good. So fantastic. Um so yeah, that's that's pretty much everything for the week. It's gonna be insane. I think I think Sunday is gonna be off the chain, and I'm looking forward to it. Okay, uh, I do have a question. I feel like this huh? is necessary. This is a sports that we have to do it. Let's pick the upsets. Who do you who do you think makes those numbers? Wh- whose numbers do you think are wrong? Who's gonna have the big upset? Where's the Where's the surprise coming from? You're the expert. Right. You're, you're the first place. You should be able to read uh, the tea leaves, man. Play. Okay, so looking at it, um. Let's look at your teams. If I'm gonna say, I'd say you're at risk right now. Like I think, I think that upset's not gonna be in your favor, just because um, Lawrence Brown and C.D. Lamb have both been overperforming on a regular basis, and you do have a number of people who are questionable. So. I think that's going to be iffy. Uh, I will always root for Zakara, except when he's playing me, but I th- I don't think he's got it. I think... Oh, man. Christian McCaffrey is questionable with a knee injury. So, if Seraph wins it, it's going to be a lot closer than 114 to 133, because he's got two questionables one of which is his power RB and he's got Tom Brady in who's been having a terrible year. Uh, who else we've got? I say, so you think markets, you think his our car could, uh, could knock I one think, off. Sarah? I think it'll be a lot closer than we see it to be. I don't know if he'll knock it off, but it's going to be very, I think it's going to be a lot closer. Okay. Okay. I think that uh, I think I think Rabbit Goldfish. I, I I think that 131 to 143. I think yeah, I I do. I'm picking I'm picking Juice Brother. The man the the, yeah. the man has 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 like seen through the bullshit or something, and has taken whatever players we had left over, and then like created a colossus that has been on a destruction, uh, just a, just a, a wake of destruction, you know. Yeah. Um I think 
it's going to be interesting. I think uh, I think Jute may have made a mistake putting Lamar Jackson in because Jackson is down with a, he's he's limited with a quadricep injury. But on the other hand, I'm looking at Goldfish's team. Right, he's got four questionables. All four questionables are limited in practice. Oh man! So we could we could see one of these games where it's not who's the best team, it's which team sucks less. Right. I mean, to be fair, I'm going back through the the record here, and in the the game where I was blown apart by Rabbit Goldfish with uh, where he had 152.5 points, he had count them one, two, three, four. Five players that are questionable on his team with an injured reserve on the bench. So there you go. Sometimes people just want to show up to play the footballs. Sometimes Take it off. put some dirt on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if we'll get a lot of upsets this week. I think the the two I'm looking at it's going to be Wansons. It's going to be um snow snowflakes and goldfish, obviously. And then I kind of want to see what happens with Sakara versus Seraph. But I mean, we've had we've had bigger upsets than that, you know. When somebody's supposed to do a 150 point game, they don't even break 100 points. That's happened yeah, more that's, than once this season. That that's that's the stuff that really is. It, it makes it fun. I'll say that. I don't understand it. It's fun. The world is chaos. I hope for more chaos this week. Uh, but there you go. So your your upset is uh, is is what Darkar? Did you call that? Do you think it's gonna, or do you just think it's gonna be closer? I think it's gonna be closer. I'm not gonna okay. call it an upset. Okay. Do you think? Do you, what, what's your position on uh, Jute versus uh, Jute versus Jute Bro? Uh, I'm going to it, when it comes to to Jute versus anybody, I will generally root for Jute because she's got the experience. When it comes to Jute versus her brother, it's Jute 100 percent because I will root against Goldfish in any other case unless he's playing the second place team and I am first. Because I want to make sure I stay first. Fair enough. <laughs> I know what? The honesty. The honesty. I can appreciate it. I want to be first, y'all. None of this I'm first place a, loser bullshit. Be a cutthroat asshole this year. Right. Business. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my predictions for the week. That's what I got. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be Jude's brother. I think that Jude's prediction to win is I think she's a paper tiger. Uh, I think that I also get upset. I hate to say it. I have to be objective, as you know. This I'm the I'm the co I'm the interim co-host. Ergo, I have the highest of responsibilities laid at my feet. I must uh, adhere to them, and therefore I do not think that I'm going to to win out. I think that uh, there's too many injuries, too many bang ups, and my latent NFL ignorance will catch it with me, and the universe will 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 find its balance towards justice, and I will lose, which is fair, but I don't like it. Yep, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be it for us this week. Uh, this has been the Week 12 Recap. It's been fun as hell for me, less so for everybody else. Hey, and, I had a good time. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Good. So uh, join back up with us next week for the Week 13 Recap. We'll see how full of shit we all are. All right, well, goodbye, everybody.